Hey folks, this episode of the podcast is with Cassie Gaffney of Young Winona, formerly known as Santa Barbara. The three-piece moved to the States from New Zealand about four years ago and have been soaking up the LA music scene pretty much in stride. I was introduced to the band by Jeanette of Girl Underground Music two years ago. With their recent name change, I wanted to meet up and talk music. And while Santa Barbara gigged on a few solid tracks, only one of them made the cut for the reworking, which is Young Winona. Here's that crossover track, Reptile Lover, uh, for a tasteful intro. Enjoy.
set that down, it's going to make a bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> my, friend, <laughs> my friend was making fun of me because he used to he used to run like uh, like a radio show in LA. Yeah. He's like, I listen to your podcast. What's with all the tapping? You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I think it was us putting our drinks down and whatnot. He's like, put a cloth on the table. <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm like, I didn't even think about it. Oh this, God, I'm new to so this. Funny. <laughs> so what um what prompted the change uh, to Young Winona? Um Young Winona was I don't know, actually. We we literally sat on it for like six months because mm. Santa Barbara wasn't really sounding like us anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Santa Barbara was kind of like, oh, I want to be Best Coast, and I want to be like the surfy pop band, <laughs> you know? And, and we tried that kind of doo-wop sort of thing, and then, I don't know, I just, I felt like after a while we just got really, like, more alternative. Mm-hmm. And then Santa Barbara on a flyer was really confusing. People were like, oh, I thought you lived in Santa Barbara, or I thought <laughs> the gig was in Santa Barbara. I'm like, no, we're just three Kiwis living in LA and we're called Santa Barbara so it had like no relevance to us at all so that's why yeah I remember when I think uh, Jeanette invited me Jeanette from Girl Underground yeah um, she invited me to the show and I was like it's in Santa Barbara (laughs) she's like no it's in in Hollywood (laughs) oh okay cool no it was I I think names are so important for bands Mm. for me like if I if I don't really like your band name I'm not gonna probably dig deeper and listen to your music isn't that weird no because speaking of best coast like yeah. that's another one I was like I'm gonna, like I'm gonna have a couple of tracks I'll, I'll get okay. through a couple of them and see how it goes interesting but that's one of those names where I'm just like eh. see I liked the name so then I was like ooh but I was living in New Zealand at the time so mm. when they came to New Zealand I was like wow best <laughs> coast but I was like tripping on acid real bad the first time I saw them <laughs> was at a festival and I was like oh my god and I was honestly in another stratosphere I just like <laughs> I was like wow were they that much better or did you like go back and listen to them and like this isn't the same I need no. to be I need to have more acid too. I don't know I, I honestly love Best Coast so much they've influenced me like mm. so yeah like Bethany is definitely like up there with like being my role model um, oh, wow. And like lots of aspects of life. I don't know. I hear a lot of punk in your music. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, yeah. That... It's getting heavier. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When we arrived in LA, it was like, oh, everything was all sunny and cool. And then now, now it's like a little bit darker. Mm. Yeah. When, did okay. you, when did you come? Uh, so Nick and I moved to LA in 2000. And what year is it now? 2019. We moved here in 2014. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so I've been here five years. Yeah. And it's getting darker? I think so. Yeah? It's well, just... no, but in a good way. Like, honestly, oh. I've, I've found, like, new music that I really like, and it's just become, I don't know, heavier, and I, that's kind of the music I'm gravitating towards. Mm-hmm. Like, um... So who's on rotation right now? Oh, <laughs> it's just nonstop Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> wow. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Lots of Nine Inch Nails. Um, I'm really obsessed with Trent Reznor mm. right now. Um, I'm a huge Ravenettes fan, and what I like about the Ravenettes is that they incorporate the dark lyrics, mm-hmm. but have the kind of the sunny pop, doo wop music yeah. that like I'm really into so 
That's that's kind of cool. That's yeah. Yeah, I'm really into that. I like that too. Yeah. Industrial though does yeah does not do that. Do you do you like that just in your ear intensity? Yeah, I love. I love everything about Nine Inch Nails. Like, uh, I went to the their gig in December at the Palladium. Did you go? No, I wanted to. Oh my god! I heard so good things. I I had a I had tickets to the Wednesday night show. I had accidentally double booked myself for a gig, so I ended up switching nights with a friend, and. Um, and then I loved it so much that I was like hustling for like three days to try and get tickets to the final show. Mm. Um, I was on Craigslist. I was dealing with all these like scammers and being just trying to get a ticket. And then I'd basically given up at six, like six thirty p.m. that night. And oh. then I went on to Live Nation, and I was just like refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And then up popped these tickets for ninety nine dollars. So I got two tickets for like two hundred bucks. And I was like, woohoo! And so I texted my flatmate and I was like, we're going! Yeah, it was amazing. I never had luck with that. No. I remember like, trying my hardest to get Radiohead tickets uh, in high school. And I just never tried again. Yeah. Because I was so heartbroken. Oh man. I, I just. Something in the, in the universe was telling me to just like not give up. It was like two days straight of like refreshing StubHub, yeah. Ticketmaster, everything, Craigslist. Um, I got into a big fight with a Craigslist ticket scammer. <laughs> we started like uh, texting abuse at each other. It was pretty funny. <laughs> well, yeah, like, clearly, <laughs> clearly a scammer, and you call. Oh him out yeah, or, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've been seeing that lately. Um, who was just on tour? Uh, say it was Nine Inch Nails, and everybody's trying to get tickets. And on Facebook, all of these just like I'm in some like journalist groups and all that uh, photographer yeah. groups, and they're all talking about. Look out for this scammer. They're screenshotting the name oh, and everything. Yeah. Like, this guy's trying to rip me off. This woman's trying yeah. to rip me off. And, yeah. yeah. No, I just, I think I just kind of snapped as well because I'd been texting about 15 different people trying to arrange tickets and they all kept saying, like, just give me a Venmo or your Zello or your whatever. <laughs> and I was like, no, we have to meet in person. Mm. Like, this is going to be like a face to face transaction. Yeah. And then just the last one, I just like snapped because he was like, oh, I'm actually at work and I'm working late. So that's why I can't go to the show. And, blah, blah, blah. and I just like, I was like, good luck selling your, t- your phony tickets. You can't. And, I was like, and he was just like, fuck you, man. You woke up on the wrong side of bed. Blah, blah. I was like, yeah, anyway. It was really funny. And I just, oh, yeah. Anyway. Jokes I, on him. I got the best tickets ever. How, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, we, uh, it was like general admission but we we got pretty close yeah it was amazing it was amazing (laughs) i was just talking about um, when i went to see morrissey in high school we pushed our way to the front right after a a guard told us we couldn't go like we were way in the back yeah by the lawn area of this place called glen helen okay um, Wherever, whatever town that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as the guy says no, my friend just leaps over the gate and just bolts to the front. What? And we all just follow the guy. Like, There's five of them. <laughs> <laughs> just let him go. <laughs> it's like, oh, just yeah. go. Mm. Oh man. Do you go to many um, many shows? Just like on like without playing. Um, I need to get better at that. To be honest, I'm really picky, and I I don't like a lot of. Um, music. <laughs> 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 the musician doesn't like music. No, I just 
like I can probably count on like one hand the number of bands that I've seen in LA that I've gone oh my god I, I love you well there's so many well yeah like, there's so, there's many, so many I'm really I don't know I'm really picky so I also kind of one of the reasons I've stopped going is because I kind of feel like I'm just going to be disappointed. Uh, see, that's really dark. I need to change my attitude because <laughs> I'm like, well, I'd rather just like kind of. Well, it's like when you're spending money too on it. Yeah. It's like, oh, are we going to make a night of this? Yeah. Like, can we leave if it sucks? What, yeah. And then what are we going to do after? So, exactly. You know? So, kind of the process for me is like if I sort of hear the music, like maybe through a blog recommendation mm. or uh, through a band being like, hey, check this out, and then I hear the music that will prompt me to go to your show. Yeah. Like, I don't think I will go like, oh my God, I want to go see the show. You don't just see a flyer Random. on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's kind of bad at the same time because I should really get better at networking and doing all that, but... Yeah. You do it when you, when you have the yeah. time, when you feel yeah, right. Exactly. You can't force networking. No. It looks weird. Yeah, it really does and it feels weird and I, I've had a bad experience with networking and I, I just... Yeah, that kind of prompted me to not go to many shows mm. you know like yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> that's too bad yeah <clears throat> that Harvard and Stone show was a lot of fun everybody was loving you guys yeah that's cool I love that yeah. I love that bar ago. I didn't realize it was that long <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time I saw your face <laughs> oh my god well you know I mean I my band did take like a nine month hiatus that's because it literally took us that long to come up with a band name. I honestly feel like this just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think we've got some really cool things coming up. Mm. Like, I'm really proud of the new songs we have. Mm. Um, I just need to figure out how to get them recorded. You know, it takes yeah. money, time. Um, what's the, what's the studio situation out here? Um, well, we have a... Uh, muse is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> so long as there's no copyright in okay. <laughs> At least it's a good song. I like this one. Um, the studio like situation is... Um, we, my landlord is actually building a studio right now. Mm. Hopefully it's going to be done in the next couple of months. And uh, I think we're going to try and go in there with an engineering friend. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Now he seems really into it, so it'll be it'll be fun. And then uh, I think the plan is to release an EP of like four or five songs. Cool. And then just go from there. Awesome. Yeah. Is, do you have anything released now, like uh, physical copies of anything? Uh, we just have the Santa Barbara stuff, mm -hmm. but um, to I'm kind of, well, yeah, I mean, we're not really playing any of the songs apart from one song, and that one is called Reptile Lover, and that was the one that kind of uh, made us go down that new direction of a little more punk, yeah. a little more alternative rock. Mm -hmm. The other stuff is a, a bit more sort of pop music you know like surf pop so, yeah yeah i was trying to narrow it down like what, what does that sound like reptile lover sounds like big boys though sounds like punk yeah uh, yeah it's yeah. very punky and um and it kind of it kind of works with the new aesthetic for young winona mm. um yeah um where did young winona come from this name um so young winona for me was I was like really obsessed with this one particular 90s band called Elastica. Oh. Do you know Elastica? Uh, no. 
Oh man, this is so cool. But I know the Winona writers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think for me, I wanted to have a bit of a nostalgic sort of like 90s vibe in the name because I feel like it's very like kind of open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. So I think um, it was literally Elastica and like Winona Ryder movies that made me kind of go, okay, let's do like a 90s sounding name. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. I'm, I'm happy with that. I feel like it's way more of a blank canvas than Santa Barbara. You know? I don't, I, Santa Barbara seemed to have a like a meaning behind it though. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not sure what I was thinking at the time, but when I realized it wasn't, the show wasn't in Santa Barbara, that was in fact your name, I was like, oh, I bet they're going to sound like this. Oh, and well, like, like what? Yeah. Like, I was thinking shoegazing stuff. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I can't explain that. <laughs> like, I was thinking shoegazing stuff, and then you did this, like, really, like, that watery, that, those watery strings, yeah, and, like, it was yeah. really cool, and I'm like... Not quite what I was thinking. But. <laughs> That's probably that song, Oceans. Which I'm, I'm like playing around with my sound now. Mm. I, uh, I bought my very first amp the other day, like literally a week ago. So I've been gigging in LA for three years and I've never Without owned an amp. An amp. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and our bass player doesn't own a bass rig. So we've literally been big borrowing and stealing. Not wow. stealing, you know what yeah. I mean. We, um, so I, it got to the point where I was playing these shows and not able to like dial in my guitar the way I wanted. There's a couple of shows where I was like, "Fuck, this sounds shit." I yeah. want to like, I want to be able to go up to my amp and know how everything works. So I went down to Guitar Center, I bought an amp, and I'm like in love with it. Uh-huh. And now I'm gonna play around with uh, maybe like doing like a stereo amp setup, you know? Yeah. So like I'm gonna have an amp that does like the drive, and then I'm gonna have an amp that does the the cool delays and mm. stuff, and then I can switch between the two, or have them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You go with a lot of pedals and all that? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm. Uh, I had a pedal board, and then I now I'm. I'm trying to like scale it back, so I literally just have three pedals. One of them's a tuner, mm. <laughs> so cool. I just have a drive and a delay. That's awesome. Perfect. It That's sounds so need. good. Yeah. It's really that minimal. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you really make do. I would I would like to um, have more eventually, but yeah. Man. And we're back. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Muse for yeah. <laughs> wrecking the show. Rocking I saw Muse in 2004, I think, and they were like the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. Yeah. They're on my list of bands I really want to see. Mm. Who, um, yeah, who else is on that list? Probably the Ravenettes, because I've never seen them live, mm. but I don't actually know if they're still gigging. Mm-hmm. They've kind of just been releasing music. Um, That's right, they're they're back, right? They're doing stuff. Maybe. I yeah. mean, the last time I think they played in California was like Desert Days. Yeah, um, that's right. But that was before I had even like discovered them. Mm. Um, who else? Oh my god, I found this new band that I'm like obsessed with. Who? Uh, they're called Sorry. Sorry? Of, yeah. No, Sorry, and they're from the UK. Mm. And I'm like, I love them. Mm. That's what I want my band to sound like. And they have this really cool song called Starstruck. Mm. Um, what do they like? Well, I was on a, a Cherry Glazer Spotify playlist thing, mm. and it came up like after them. So it's kind of like 
I describe it? It's it's like alternative rock, mm-hmm. um, but with like a darker kind of. I don't. I, I'm really bad at describing them, but oh. I was I was literally on mushrooms when I when I first heard them, uh-huh. and to me, I was like, oh my god, the the music is just like. Um, describing my inner feelings (laughs) but I was like wow this is literally the soundtrack to my mind (laughs) wait so when you snapped out of it was it the same like oh yeah I still love it I still love it so I was wondering about that with um with like like I've never done mushrooms or acid what yeah I just never got around to it not for lack of like wanting to I just never you know I just never did Weed. Weed is easy, you know. Yeah. I see I think that magic mushrooms are just like the best of all the drugs. And I sound I like a really druggy, but at the same time <laughs> it's like I'm not at all. But I've I've had experiences with every single kind and mm. I feel like mushrooms takes the best of all of the drugs. Yeah. Into this like one perfect little funky that makes you feel so good. <laughs> I recommend it. I hear it a lot. It, it, yeah. Because the the best drug is never coke or it's oh, never no, you know see? but it, it takes the best parts of coke like you know if mm. you feel like if the things that make you feel good about that drug i feel like you feel them in mushrooms hmm. yeah and it's pretty much harmless right yeah. oh, absolutely mm. i i don't know. <laughs> does it ever uh... <laughs> yeah <laughs> well does it come back to bite you at any point i like I said, I've never no, done. Oh no! I mean, I've done them probably about a dozen times in the last year, and I, I think um, I've only really had one experience where I got sad on them. Oh. But that was just like I just got a little like bit tragically sad, sad or kind of, you know. Uh, but all the other times I felt really happy, so mm. it was like whatever mood I was in that day, just I kind of spiraled down into a little bit of a darker place. Yeah. But, um, just a fluke, though. That's bound to happen I at think some so. point, right? I just mean, one the thought odds, can take you off. Yeah, right? the odds have been more like in the positive mm. realm. Yeah. It's never like um, you think you're a glass of orange juice or whatever. The, you no, know, no, that no. classic that's story. That's the other thing, too, is I've never really taken so many mm-hmm. that I've like completely tripped the fuck yeah. out and not known who I am or what I am. It's always been a very like. I'm aware of everything, mm-hmm. and I feel very, yeah, just present. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was a little bit altered, but not like, not scary right. at all. If anything, it was just really fun. <laughs> I think half of it's like who you do it with, yeah, and like your setting, and yeah. Anyway, I was always told I to go outside. Yeah, apparently um, nature is really. I've done shrooms outside like twice. Mm. I kind of prefer indoors. I get, you know, I like to put on my music and listen to. That's what I always thought I would end up doing, but everybody tells me, no, you're gonna get trapped in there, and like, you're gonna want to go outside, but you're not gonna know what you're doing really. That's true. The the very first time I did them, I did them by myself. I was at home. Always a good idea. And uh, well, yeah, and then I was like, it was Christmas, and I just wanted to go look at the Christmas lights. So there was something about that that pulled me outside yeah um, <laughs> I wanted to walk down the street with my dog and be like whoa um, but it's a giant Santa Claus yeah you know so that was fun mm. um, mine is always just like weed and music it helps me cool. write it helps me focus yeah you know, nice total uh, 
like cliche thing to say like for, <laughs> for people are like no it, it has its purpose and, see you know, weed makes me really sleepy mm. and I just every time yeah and mm. then I feel really foggy the next day mm. like I smoked some weed last night and today I'm like I woke up <laughs> at like 11 and I'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's but, interesting yeah it's like a kind of almost like a hangover yeah, yeah, stone over. Yeah, stone over. Totally. Yeah, I didn't think it was real. Yeah, yeah. very real. <laughs> do you ever, do you do mushrooms or acid to like reset um, like your state of mind or anything like that? I guess so. I, I like to kind of do them if I'm looking for like something new. Mm. Like if I'm feeling a little bit stagnant mm. in sort of my thinking and wanting to maybe write a little more. Mm. I really do think they help. Mm. I feel like you see this clarity that you never, you, I don't know, that you, you can't see just in regular life. Yeah. You get bogged down with like paying your bills and all that shit and then, yeah, it has, just has a really nice kind of focus to it and then you kind of like ride it down and and it lasts like I'll feel good for like three days after oh wow yeah I love it it's really nice it sounds like a massage yeah <laughs> yeah no it is yeah. honestly then you just have to do it again la- yeah. a little later yeah so who do you I like to listen to uh I like listening to ween ween yeah when you're on uh when you're on mushrooms yeah have you ever listened to ween I think I've heard bits and pieces oh, man. yeah uh, Ween is awesome. Um, I also listen to a lot of the Ravenettes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine Inch Nails is a little too dark for my shrooms, Buzz, but... I might lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, even I was actually just kind of sober and was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to the Downward Spiral and headphones. Mm-hmm. And so I sat down to like do that, and even that was like too intense. <laughs> and I love that band, but that album is just so intense. There's... You know? there's so many layers I can't imagine getting on or like eating mushrooms and then <laughs> finding all of those layers Cause does he even do drugs or is no there... he's sober now yeah. he was like a, a really bad alcoholic and, right. and had yeah drug issues whatever but now he's like totally clean mm-hmm. um, and I think his music has gotten better he's talked about it a lot about how he's more present in the mm. studio and um, yeah I haven't followed him too much, no. or the band really. Yeah, a little bit, you know, yeah. like a, a healthy amount or whatever. But like, I never. I should have become a fan because I used to go to this goth industrial club, oh. and they would always play Nine, Nine Inch Nails yeah. and like, who else? Killing Joke and nice. all these, you know, goth bands. Well, what, and, uh, what bands do you listen to? What's your favorite? I'm all over the place, but like, uh, lately it's been um, a lot of this band, 3LH. Free LH. Yeah, okay. they're um, this young like surf rock band out of Santa Ana. Oh, cool. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah. And I just have them on repeat on Spotify all the time. And, like I know the guys, and, but I'm like, I still have to hear you. You know. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, another band called who was it? Uh, Cherry Glazer, actually. Oh, I love Speaking Cherry. of Cherry Glazer, because yeah. I, I reviewed the the latest album. Oh. And, um, yeah. So did you love it? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it... What did you think of it? I haven't heard it. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> no, I, oh. I think I've like heard a song. Oh. Um, but I really like their older 
music. Yeah. So. I think they I kept it together because there, there's only one original member now. Really? Yeah, the singer. Oh. Um, like everyone else kind of did You're their own right. thing. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But she did really well to like get new people who know the band. And uh, well, I, feel I thought like the bands most like that are always too. centered around the singer anyway. Mm. It kind of. I never really thought of it as a band. I always mm. thought it was like Clementine. Mm. I think that was, was her thing. Yeah. Maybe, because like, speaking of names of bands, you can have, you can usually tell when it's like yeah. that person's name, like clearly that person's name. Oh, and then they have like session players, you know, or their friends right. just, you know. Uh, but sometimes, yeah, yeah, they'll throw a curveball. Cherry Glazer. Oh, that only means one person, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. No, absolutely. I guess it's just kind of the way it's been branded. I feel like it, it was always about her, like always the photos and everything. It was mm-hmm. like it was yeah, her. she's always up front. She's yeah. Always, yeah. Uh, Is Tame Impala like that? I keep seeing uh, like ads for uh, a new show or new album or whatever, and it's just the one dude. Really? Like, isn't that a big band? <laughs> like, isn't that, are there a lot of people in that I, band? I'm the worst person to ask. I don't know mm. many bands outside of the ones we've talked about tonight. But like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. What do you think of these classics currently playing? Who's this? Uh, is this the Eagles? It might be. No. No, it's probably like... Steely Dan. See, I was just thinking yeah. that. I'm like Fleetwood Mac. But I'm like, Steely Dan is like the go-to for just whenever you hear a jam band. Yeah. It's like, oh, Steely yeah. Dan. I'm probably wrong, but... Oh, man. See, if Tony was here, she would know. She'd be like, oh, this is... We were supposed to cover Tony. America together at um, oh. uh, some place in Santa Barbara. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Santa Barbara's playing too. I think Santa Barbara would have been a really cool name if we were a surf pop trio still living in New Zealand. Mm. But a surf pop trio living in Southern California called Santa Barbara is really confusing. Right? (laughs) Don't you think? I think it's weird. It it kind of repeats itself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Not in a bad way. I thought that was a cool name. I like Young Winona, though. That's like, yeah. like you said, such a '90s yeah. band. What, what are your some of your favorite band names? Whether, Ooh. whether or not they're your favorite band. That's a really good question. Um, because I was so obsessed with band names for the longest time. Like I have like a really long spreadsheet of all the stupid names that we came up with. But I'm like, what? Ooh, I want to hear some of those. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Well, Jeff had the best ones. He came up with um, the Gabies. The Gabies? <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's another one? Oh the Gay Babies? No, it's just G-A-B-I-E-S. Oh. The Gabies. Like right. rabies. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I immediately thought gay babies. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like the name Whales of Mass Destruction. <laughs> But, I like that too. You know, it brings I, of Star Trek a little bit. It kind of, and it's kind of. But I feel like the band needs to be a little more epic, kind of like on a Nine Inch Nails scale. Because hmm. I think like a yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, what you were know, some of you, yours? Oh, 
I think I campaigned really hard for this name. Are you ready? Mm. Chihuahua Williams. <laughs> Chihuahua Williams. That's a great name. Right? You write a song called Chihuahua Williams. <laughs> we like really seriously considered changing our name to Chihuahua Williams. But Jeff was like, no, anything but the Chihuahua name. Oh, why not? That so... would be so good. No one would know what you sounded like. <laughs> See, that's kind of the problem, too. Yeah. Don't you think? Like, I feel like if I hear a band name, I want to know what they sound like. Yeah, a little Be- bit. Because I think, like, a name can pigeonhole you, and people think, like, oh, that's probably a, I don't know, Americana band or a, yeah. you know, a, I, I don't know. I don't even really know how to describe it, but. You just have to be careful when naming it. Yeah. Right? No, absolutely. Do you know the OCs? Yeah. And how they change their name every, like, two years or something? <laughs> Wait, so they were the OCs and now they're the Now they're, I think... OCs? Yeah. Okay. And then they became OCs and then OCS and then... Okay. Yeah. Eh. Maybe they didn't want to be See, pigeonholed. I mean, if you're going to change your name, change it drastically, like, not change it the same. Because mm-hmm. we were like, oh, should we just change our name to Santa B? You know, like, yeah. Eh, you know, it's like Chihuahua Williams is way better. See, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really a big fan Chihuahua of that. Chihuahua Williams. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like that one too. Who did you um? Who did you grow up listening to? Who put uh, the guitar in your hand? That's funny you say that. Lucinda Williams. Really? Which is what inspired the Chihuahua. Williams. Chihuahua. <laughs> 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 so, There's so yeah, many dots we're to like, connect you. Yeah, man. So. Lucinda Williams, so Chihuahua Williams would have been a slight ode to her, <laughs> and then the Chihuahua part actually came because our dog is like part Chihuahua, uh-huh. it's a chug, so... <laughs> a chug? <laughs> yeah, he's a chug. <laughs> uh, That's adorable. Uh, what are the bands though? <laughs> Man, I, I mean, probably the biggest influential band has got to be the Beatles. Mm. For me, like, I think like, when I was young, I was like, oh my god, I want to be a band. Mm. Like, that was the one. Yeah. Is that when you started playing? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I that's how I learned how to play guitar. I, my dad bought me like the the complete Beatles songbook. Wow. And I just like studied that and I played everything. So I'm really I'm really obsessed with like like a good pop written pop song with like harmonies. Mm-hmm. Like that's key. Like and the Beatles did harmonies like so perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do love that. Yeah. I always go for the older stuff too, older Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. I, as much as I love, you know, Sergeant Pepper or Abbey Road. Oh yeah. Like, it's all about help or you know. Oh my God, um, Hard Day's Night. Yeah. Hard when Day's I saw Night. that movie. I never you saw see it. That one? No. Oh my God, it's so good. And they're on the train and they. Oh, it's so. Great. Oh wait, you know what? I did see that movie. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about that band is they're so they're so ridiculous. Like yeah. they just have no. No shame. Like, it's cool. They just do whatever they want. Mm. I love it. Did you see that documentary, the most recent one on uh, Netflix? Oh, uh, the Eight Days a Week one or a different one? I think it was called Eight Days a Week. Um, it might have just been Maybe. called The Beatles or something, but okay. it was really interesting. It just, it's, again, just like they're a, an insight into how goofy they were with the yeah. press and everything like yeah. that. It was fun to watch. It, you is, know? it was really good. Mm. Yeah. What's the music like in uh, the music scene in um, New Zealand before you uh, left? What town are you from, by the way? I'm from 
Oh my god. Okay, so I was born in Singapore, but I grew up in a town called Queenstown, okay. New Zealand. Went to high school in Christchurch, and then I lived in Auckland. Mm. So there's literally like three big cities in New Zealand. So mm. I've, I've lived in all of them. Wow. Um, I think I have family in uh, Auckland or Christchurch. Yeah. They moved from Chile. Like, there's no connection to oh, okay. the U.S. Yeah. Wow. And they, yeah. It's an aunt, and she owns a coffee shop. And in Auckland, I think it's Auckland. Wow, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't cool. know. I don't know the name or anything like that. But I always thought, like, I want to go and just like work there for you a little while. Should. And, like, oh my god, you totally yeah. should. And if she owns a coffee shop, I mean, like, New Zealand's a New Zealanders are notorious coffee snobs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> she's probably got to have a, a decent coffee going, or she'll go out of business. <laughs> so, I mean, Hopefully she's still around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to her in a while, like since I was a kid. Yeah, no, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, oh, what's great. the music scene like out um, there? A lot of. Oh man, I was never in the New Zealand music scene. Mm. If that helps clarify, my husband Nick was. He's played like with a lot of people. Mm. Um, but it kind of varies from a lot of like alternative country singer songwriters up to like New Zealand hip hop and um, uh, I don't know um, I really don't know how to describe the music scene they have a lot of festivals mm -hmm. that sort of have the same bands that kind of rotate around and around so I mean part of moving to LA for us was like to kind of get a bit more variety right right you know um, but some really great singer songwriters um Anika Moore was a singer-songwriter that Nick played drums for. Mm -hmm. um, Golden Horse is a band mm. that um, my bass player actually started, so it was like his baby is really good. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I was actually like a little bit starstruck when I met him for yeah. the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Um, and he seems to like. Uh, I just, I'm on stage, he had like the biggest smile on his face. It was just yeah. so nice to see. Oh, yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, they were really successful in New Zealand and um, in parts of Europe and stuff. And, and then Nick joined that band. And I just remember thinking, that's so cool. Like, they were just total, like, heroes of mine. And now now I'm in a band with them. Which that's is cool. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that the goal? Well, um, not really. It just kind of happened. And I was like, well, I needed a bass player and I needed drummer and obviously Nick was you know my first choice mm. and then Jeff kind of came on board it was it was it sort of started as a, a solo writing thing mm. and then we had a jam session and then everyone kind of contributed and it became this cohesive sound mm. and then we I booked a gig and I was like let's work to that so we wrote some songs and then we just kept going from there mm. yeah cool. what was your first gig where was it at Genghis Cohen in, uh, West Genghis <laughs> Cohen. Genghis Cohen. <laughs> it's a little Chinese restaurant that has like a tiny little room uh -huh. um, that holds like I think like 40 people. So we played wow. there. Yeah, it was cool. It's a great venue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those tiny, tight so squeezes. small. It was like yeah. half the size of this room. Wow. With like, a stage, or were you just on the stage. ground? Uh, and everyone's sitting in these little church pews. Mm. I think about like six rows deep, and that was it. Cool. Yeah, it was a good way to like get started and be like, okay, Genghis just play Cohen. a show, um, <laughs> get enough material for a, a set, and then, yeah. Mm. yeah. What do you want to play? Oh, 
Well, like I've always thing. wanted to play the Echo. Like oh. I'm like I feel like I'm trying to like keep gigging in town, but <coughs> I don't know. Uh, where else? Echo's a good spot. Yeah. I like that venue a lot. I don't go enough. <laughs> yeah. But when I do, I'm just like, this is great, you know. No, that's cool. I think, you know, eventually, eventually, I like to play there, but it's, their bookers don't make it easy. I don't know like how to contact them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so that's like, weird. Because they have shows every night too. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why they just don't want. Yeah, you know. To... Um, but maybe I need to look into that again. Um, <clears throat> what are the what's, what's your favorite venues to like listen to music? Mm. I, so I live out toward uh, Pomona area, right. and um, so we have like Fox Theater, we have a place called DBA, which oh. is a wine bar, stage yeah. in the back, like one of my favorite venues of all time to go. Really? Yeah, they never charge, um, I don't know how the bands get paid, but they do. Okay, cool. That's <laughs> and, amazing. Yeah. It's just actually, quiet. I've been following them for a while. Maybe DBA? we should do a, yeah, maybe we should do a Young Winona show out there. You should. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, and Fox Theater, too. You could do, do one on the rooftop. Oh, cool. Yeah. It overlooks, yeah. like, you can see the mountains in the distance. And yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's cool. a great view. Actually, I should hit you up with some um, Pomona local recommendations, and maybe mm. we can put together a lineup. Yeah. That'd be sick. And there's, like, seven venues to choose from. Mm. <laughs> it seems like it anyway. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I go though. So I go to those places a lot for shows. Okay. Yeah. Um, out here, I don't know. Echo. Yeah. I like Terragram a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorites. It's nice. just like the right, the perfect size. It's almost too big, but. Right. Yeah. Okay, I've I've never been there. No. No. Uh, where? Uh, what would be your your choice then? Okay, well, I went to the Palladium and I saw Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Love that. I still uh, haven't been to the Palladium. That one's really cool. It sounds great. I've been to the Bowl. Um, but, yeah. I feel very exposed because I'm, I'm kind of showing that I don't really go out. <laughs> <laughs> <very often. laughs> I've been to the Hi-Hat, uh, the Satellite. I've played both of those places and they're really cool. Mm, I like the Satellite, too. Yeah. Yeah, the satellite fun. I don't like their lighting. As a photographer, it drives me crazy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get good shots there, but you know, it's not their fault. You're there to see music, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so do you get, like, the press passes and you get to go, like, in the front mm -hmm. of most venues? Yeah. Cool. Well, that, like, those are just open venues, yeah. so, yeah. But, like, at, bigger ones? Yeah, bigger ones. I'll get, like, that, that gate. Sweet. And, yeah. That's All my friends were talking shit. They're like, I hate going to like the glass house in Pomona because they always have a gate. And I just like to be right up front. I'm like, oh, that gate's for me. I like that gate a lot, actually. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. It keeps you guys over there so I can take pictures. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, cool. Do you have anything coming up? Any, uh, any shows coming up? Well, I'm actually, on Thursday, I'm going on tour with my friends. Mm. Um, I've just recently joined this band called Ned in the Dirt. Mm. Or Ned in the Dirt, if I say it in my accent. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. It's about two and a half weeks of a West Coast sort of tour. Cool. How far are you going? We're going all the way to Colorado, and then up to Seattle, and then down. Cool. Where, where are you going to play in Colorado? 
we're playing a, a festival <laughs> called Dead Guy Days, mm. and then we're playing the Larimer Lounge mm. in Denver. Cool. Yeah. I love Denver. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's one of my favorite towns. Sweet. I've never been. This oh. is what's so cool. It's like, I've never been to half of these cities. So. Yeah. You'll have fun. Yeah. There's, oh, cool. If you have time, there's a place called Atomic Cowboy. And okay. if you like just decadent breakfast of like yes. a giant biscuit with a burger in the middle of it, like <laughs> maybe syrup poured on top, okay. this is the place. It's, Ooh. Yeah. See, my, my breakfast um, of choice is definitely like a breakfast burrito. Mm. Like we're... Like, wherever to get a good breakfast burrito. Same. <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel like they're getting smaller. Yeah, I think, yeah. Which is really disappointing. <laughs> it is. But then it's probably a good thing, because it's like, do you really need to eat, like, a foot-long burrito? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I went to get one. <laughs> You're going to have to start ordering two. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god. Two burritos just for myself. I will eat these in 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you live out here. Uh, have you been to this bar before? I've never been here. This is really cute. Mm. I was looking for a place and I saw the Snug. I was like, the Snug is a tiny Irish pub in uh, Guatemala. I wonder if they're connected. <laughs> Same, uh, very similar sign anyway. I'm like, I wonder if they are. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's a lot of dive bar. I live five minutes down the road. So oh, nice. I'm like, this is perfect. Um, <laughs> Where do you normally go? Um, do, you get, do you, like, go out there? Our local is this place called The Other Door, mm. which is on, um, I don't know, Burbank Boulevard. Uh-huh. Um, I also like Tony's Dance Away. It's pretty cool. Uh, there's a place called the Guild Hall where they have games and stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm not really a big drinker. No? Not really. But, <laughs> but my people are, and so we've gone to those bars a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys um, do any, like, uh, not touring, but just going out road trips? Anything like that just um, to get out? Not as much as we'd like to, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, we've done the odd trip up to San Francisco a few mm -hmm. times. We have family up there. But, uh, no, I, honestly, because we work during the week, mm. I love doing absolutely nothing in the weekends. <laughs> it's, like, my favorite thing to do yeah. is just do nothing. It's, yeah. I always, like, I always feel guilty about it, but yeah. I'll just, like, I'll lay in bed all day. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And just, like, yeah. put something on, you know, yeah. make some coffee and just hang out. Yeah. I should be doing something, but I don't want to. <laughs> no, I know, I mean... I think I just hit some, a point in my life where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do things that I don't want to do. And I'm not saying I don't want to travel, but I, I do. But I, uh, I'm really happy. Just, you know, I'm not homebody for sure. Mm -hmm. There's no need to like force, yeah, force <laughs> no, a road trip. Yeah. yeah. No. And like, honestly, one of the reasons we haven't road tripped in a while is because our car is like so fucked. We like. Had to uh, fix a wheel hub. Uh -huh. So when you uh, when you drive down the street in our car, it was like a like this. Oh, no. so, so noisy. We didn't drive anywhere. Uh -huh. We only recently got it fixed, like in the last couple of months. So now I think we're like, okay, may, <laughs> if we want to drive somewhere, we can. Mm. But it was torture to like drive to LAX mm. just to hear the sound over and over again. We're like, oh was this God. dangerous or was it just the noise? No, it was just the noise. Oh it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Still sounds pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was bad, and I like 
yeah, so we were like, oh, do we really need to drive? Let's just not. Mm. I used to yeah. drive a car with an active oil leak. Uh, <laughs> it was no. so bad. Yeah. I would leak yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. No, that was I mean, fun. Constantly I mean, pouring oil in there. Oh, God. Yeah, and then it leaves like that big oily lake on your driveway or your mm-hmm. carport, and it's just like, yeah. yeah. It's bad. Uh, cheers oh. to old, old, old ruined cars. cars. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, the worst. What was the first thing you did when you when you moved out here? Is there was there anything you wanted to see in particular? Uh, so in and out. The minute we landed, mm. um, Nick took me to Disneyland. Mm. So that was cool. That's and awesome. We stayed out there and we we had like a mini honeymoon. So we just got married before we moving here. Uh-huh. And then. Um, like, I kid you not, like, ten days after we moved here, we got a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, Precious. we decided that, you know, we're firmly planting our roots in L.A. That really sets it in it stone, really right? It really does, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even have a bed to sleep on. Oh, wow. We were literally sleeping on, like, an air mattress uh-huh. that the puppy then, like, punctured a hole in. So, we were actually kind of sleeping on the floor. Oh, yeah, that was kind of like, you know. <laughs> you get a dog, let's it ruins get a dog. Your <laughs> <laughs> So, we're literally this like little family sleeping on the floor. Mm. Um, so, that That's was sweet. one of the first things we did. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, I was really obsessed with like maybe seeing some famous people. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you don't see celebrities in New Zealand. Um, so, I, I asked Nick to take me to the Brentwood Country Mart. You know, like over in Brentwood, just like a little shopping thing that Google told me that I'd see famous people. So I was like, cool. (laughs) (laughs) This is where they all hang out and shop. And And then um, the only famous person we saw was uh, Blythe Danner. It was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. Oh. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. (laughs) So that's kind of cool. I never see celebrities out here. I feel like it, I, I'm always disappointing people wherever I go. They're like, oh, you're from L.A.? Like, I used to live in D.C. And like, they're like, you're from L.A.? How many celebrities did you see all the time? And I'm like, none. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> they're living this, their lives. This is so funny. We got invited to a party at Kevin Costner's house on Friday. Wow. So we're like, oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I wanted to get my hair done and my makeup done. I'm like, oh, my God. This is like an Oscars party at Kevin Costner's. He's going to be we, in shorts and sandals. <laughs> no, this is the best bit. We get there, and it's like this massive mansion in mm. Bel Air. Like, it's humongous, and we're like, holy shit. And then Nick goes into the bathroom, and there's, like, these paper towels with, like, K, like, engraved in them and all this. And we're like, oh, my God, he's a narcissist. He's crazy. Okay, turns out, <laughs> we're like, I don't know. I don't see any, like, pictures of Kevin Costner. There's, like, all these, like, random people. His own commission. Turns out it wasn't even Kevin Costner's house. Oh. It ended up being some guy that used to manage the Lakers. Some, I wonder what the K was. Yeah, so Did they it bring was, it in it was just K for, for uh, Mitch Kupchak or something? I don't know. Some really rich NBA dude. Uh-huh. We were at his mansion and we're like, oh man, didn't see a single famous person. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So we just got What drunk was the point? Like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, come on. Get drunk and but, trash know, one of the three master bedrooms. you have to go just in case it's Kevin Costner's house. So yeah. we're like, okay, let's go. And then we get there and we're like, okay, this clearly could be. <laughs> With but all these K's everywhere. It was just a different, different millionaire. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, it's a weird, 
good LA moments, you know. I was just talking to a friend about how she was saying every time she comes to LA, she's watching like a homeless person, like like pissing on the on a wall or people fighting or something yeah. like this. I'm like, I never see stuff like that out here. Really? Yeah. Like I, I'll see a you know somebody yelling at traffic, like a, a homeless person yelling at traffic. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Yeah. I never see anything crazy. I never see celebrities. I never. It's just like another town, you know. Weird shit I've seen. I feel like I've seen a lot of weird stuff, but I've maybe put it behind me. But yeah. the homeless thing reminded me of a man that I saw. He had clearly just gotten into a fight. Mm-hmm. He was a homeless man, and there was like blood all over the concrete. Oh my god! He had like no shirt on his back. Um, he had no shoes, and it was just like cold, and it was just a really sad sight. So I was like, I went up to the guy, and I was, I was like, Are you okay? And he's like, Yeah. Um, and at the time I was wearing like a really big baggy t-shirt mm-hmm. and a singlet so I was like fuck so I like took the t-shirt off and I gave it to him wow how sweet yeah and he was just like oh my god and I just I don't know like I feel really I feel really um, sympathetic to the homeless in LA because mm-hmm. it's, it's really shitty um, and a couple of homeless people I've met like are really articulate people mm-hmm. and um one guy dropped his hat when he was um, like rummaging through trash. Mm. So I picked it up for him and I gave it to him. And, um, and I just went in to pay for my gas and I came out with like some bottles of water and some like nuts and snacks and mm. stuff. And he was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it's like, I feel like if people just maybe give the homeless a little bit of a, a, chance. a, a chance or yeah. step up, like they're just human mm. beings. Like it really like hurts me when I see people like sleeping in bags mm. on the street I didn't yeah yeah but yeah I, I, I always yeah. uh, try to do something yeah you know? that's great yeah. I don't I don't have my own house so I wouldn't feel comfortable to bring you know a stranger to my move. to my flat but <laughs> uh-huh. at the same time I would love to be able to actually help someone mm-hmm. you know yeah but you know I'm not I'm not blessed myself like there are times when I only have like fifteen dollars in my bank account, mm-hmm. so it's uh, yeah. Like, everybody you know, struggles. What can, what can you do? But if it's like a little thing, like giving someone a bottle of water, it's mm-hmm. that can like change their day. Yeah. Well, acknowledging them too. Yeah. I can't imagine how lonely it is. You never really see homeless people hanging out with each other. No. And they're not talking to anybody else. So yeah. It's like, wow, that's just so. And it's so weird to think yeah. that you know, like maybe if this guy got in a fight, someone stole his shirt or stole his his jacket that was keeping him warm like they mm. probably fight over that kind of stuff yeah it's probably like so yeah so brutal that I can't even imagine mm-hmm. LA's got it though. they're, they're yeah. working on it I, I keep reading like these you know wholesome inspirational you know news articles where like, they're cleaning it up or they're right. you know they just passed a new law to do this and whatever really? yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make a difference. You Have know? you seen that viral video of the dude that cuts their hair? No. He's like a like a Hollywood, um, you know, hair stylist, mm-hmm. and he started this thing where he goes around and gives them fresh cuts. Mm-hmm. Like he'll shave and then he'll cut their hair, and it's like, oh my god, nice. what a what a cool way to help society yeah. that doesn't really cost him anything, just uses his skills. Uh-huh. I was like, that's I like really that. moving. I like that. I would. I would. 
my first thought though if I saw like a clean shaven homeless person I'd be like are they lying really? <laughs> they're trying to scam yeah. me like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no way you look too good like I saw one guy on a smartphone really? in yeah. DC and he was hiding it and I'm like bastard wow <laughs> yeah yeah no, I mean, Twitter has some really good gems of, like, over Christmas, they um, they did a thing where you could deliver stuff from Amazon. They were, like, mm. going to see if Amazon would actually deliver to homeless people. Mm-hmm. So, like, this guy would walk up and be like, hey, what do you need? Do you need, like, socks or shoes? What size are you? Blah, blah. And the guy's like, yeah, like, nine and a half. And then, literally, the, he would, like, buy some shoes for this dude on Amazon, mm. write in the notes, please deliver to the man outside Walmart at this address. Wow. And then they'd film the Amazon be- guy being like, is this for you? And the guy would be like, uh, maybe. Mm. And then he'd get all this. Like, it was that really, is so really cool. cool. Yeah. I need that. I need more of those. Yeah. I never used Twitter, but, like, on Facebook especially, it's all just... Yeah. And I'm totally guilty of, like, reposting all these, <laughs> like, horrific things, but, like... No, but, like, I, the wholesome stuff. I need more of that just to, like, rejuvenate. Enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I know you're very political on Facebook. Yeah, you see all that. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> so, are you excited about 2020? Like, who's your pick? I'm curious. I don't know. Who are you? I, I'm excited because I don't think he's going to make, make it a second round. Yeah, I, I hope not. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to... His own people are turning on him now. Okay. So, I'm looking forward to just a blowout of him going to jail or probably not but like I don't all of his friends going to jail that'd be nice <laughs> and he oh just gets God, to watch and be alone so great. <laughs> um I don't I I kind of want to vote for Bernie oh yeah but he's old <laughs> okay but he's literally like two years older than Trump yeah Trump is old I know like I think there should be a limit <laughs> <laughs> Like, you could be too young. Okay. I think you could be too old. You really? Know? Yeah. Okay. Like, what, if what if you had a really young and, like, spirited VP behind you? Yeah. How about that? Like a cultural, not yeah. cultural, like, generational translator, you know? Maybe. Yeah. I just think that maybe that's why, like, Hillary, like, fucked herself. Because mm. she went with this other dude as her VP. But oh, had yeah. she gone with Bernie, it would have been like she would have got all the independents behind her and mm-hmm. been like, all right. No, I might maybe. have voted for her in that case. Yeah. yeah. But she sabotaged this case. I was so mad about yeah. that. I was like, I can't believe it. it. Was, it was I know it's much. politics, but. Yeah. Yeah. It was too gross. You know, it said too really much about her. I was really I know. It feels hopeful anyway. I'm like, if it's any any Democrat, I'm cool with. Mm hmm. Not usually for me, but I. At no? this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. I, can't, I can't do another GOP. Yeah. Like, they're just openly hypocritical, and I don't understand how people vote for them. I'm like, they're clearly lying to you, to everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's that's why I'm, I'm definitely, like, in the burning camp mm. right now. I'm like... But, yeah, I mean, obviously, I feel like there's the two evils. Like, there's the Republicans and the Democrats, and if I had to choose between one of them, it would be Democrats. Yeah. So, so I'm not even registered Democrat, but I vote for them all the time. Really? Yeah. I, like, I just I just trust them more. <laughs> like there's compassion like the, behind what they do. So yeah, yeah. and there's no compassion behind what Republicans do. So like, yeah. Where were you when you got elected? When you found out? I was at work, <laughs> and then I realized, you know, a lot of my coworkers came out of the woodwork as being like, Ooh. you know. So I kind of learned pretty quick that. 
being in this country, not everyone is the same thinking. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Interesting out here too. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, very kind of surprising to me mm-hmm. some of the people that end up leaning that way. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's like you live in a pretty liberal area. How did that yeah. happen? You know? How do you exactly. not how are you not hearing everything else? Like I, I know someone who's very kind of like I thought very sort of like spiritual and like into feng shui and like very kind of like cool dude. Mm. And then I found out, I think after a, a shooting, a shooting mm. he was kind of like, you know, that wouldn't have happened if the teachers had guns. Oh, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it would have happened in reverse. So then I the realized, yeah, I was like, okay. That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I was at a. Um, I was in Guatemala, and I was at a bar, a London, it was called The Londoner, and it was just the one in town with a TV, with a couple of TVs. And all, you found out? Yeah, like oh, all, and all these expats were there, we're all watching it like, oh my god, I hope he doesn't win. <laughs> everybody's trying to log into the Wi-Fi and scratching the TV, so we go across the street to uh, this hostel where they're letting some people in and we're watching this TV and we're the only uh, I'm with my ex and we're the only two from the US there and everyone else is looking at us and we're like we're sorry <laughs> like this, we didn't do it <laughs> and the map is getting redder and redder oh, no. and we're like we're sorry oh, oh my god, my god. I guess we're staying down here <laughs> oh no yeah yeah, my ex, like, she went to bed. She's like, I don't want to know. Before yeah. before it was official, she's like, I don't want to know. Tell me in the morning. Yeah. I'm just sitting there just drinking, like, oh, this can't be happening. Ugh. Yeah. It's almost over. Almost. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People keep saying it's very hard to, like, um, not seat a, a sitting president or what I'm trying to say. Like, mm. Yeah, like, they definitely have an advantage over <laughs> I don't, I don't want to think about it. Did you follow politics back home? Not really. Mm. No. It doesn't seem as intense. No, like, I, don't I mean, know much about New Zealand, but... for some reason, American politics infiltrates the rest of the world. Mm. It's so weird. Like, in New Zealand, people care about who gets elected mm. in America. But, like, you know, in America, no one cares about who gets elected prime minister in New Zealand. It doesn't work both ways. The yeah. whole world cares about this place. Mm. For some reason. Have you ever heard the expression, um, America sneezes, the rest of the world catches a cold? No. Oh, that's so dark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, too influential. Yeah. Well, like our number one export, they say, is culture. Right. Yeah, which okay. I hope so, because I, I hope it's not politics. I hope it's not just scummy no people. Ugh. <laughs> Still not getting the one thing that I really want, which is like, kind of like my Beatles thing where I want to sing in harmony mm. like it doesn't you want to do those pop any... songs and, I do yeah. I want to sing in harmony I feel like that's like one of my strengths and there's I just haven't got the right outlet for it yet mm. you know so I'm would you do the like straight Beatles approach or would you go for uh, similar bands in that area I would area? go for actually probably more of an acoustic folk vibe mm. so I've got like my rock bands that I do that stuff but I w- really want to go down the folk kind of road as mm. well because I think I can like churn out a bunch of songs that are like of that thing but they're just not they're too folky for my my music yeah. my band you know so 
I think I need to start another one. <laughs> You're busy one. as hell. <laughs> you came back swinging. So, yeah. This is funny, though, because I feel like the singer-songwriter thing is kind of all the rage right now. It, In a like, it goes way. through waves, right? Does, yeah. Because yeah. that was big when I was in high school. And then it just died, and I I didn't yeah. think it was coming back. And then it came back, and then it went away again. And, yeah. and now it's once again just. Yeah. Uh, I like it. It's good. Yeah. Um, you end up getting bands, entire bands, but named after you know whoever yeah. it is, and like you know. Yeah. No. Totally. So. We'll see. Mm. Who do you like in that regard, then, uh, folk-wise? Um, I really like. I quite like Jenny Lewis. Mm, I like Iron I like Wine. Yeah. I like, um, yeah. Do you know Kings of Convenience? No. Ooh, you would like them. Kings of Convenience? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, it's two guys. They don't, I don't think they play anymore. Two guys, they just do singer-songwriter stuff, but Sweet. really interesting. They throw oh. in some piano in there. Yeah. Uh, one of their friends, I forgot her name. She's in another band. She'll... She'll just do a little harmony in the background wow. on a song randomly. Yeah. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're really that talented guitarists. So, like yeah, that. check them out. Yeah. I started listening to Phoebe Bridgers recently. and mm. um, Because of the whole uh, Ryan Adams thing? <laughs> kind, kind of. Like, I, she's always kind of been on my radar, but I don't know. I guess I maybe did sort of listen to her once that whole thing I was like okay I should really give her some time it made me think that like I, yeah. yeah I needed to give her another chance yeah. to like, oh what what happened there yeah. uh. and so I, I really like it and I think um, she's one of those people that I think man I can do that you know what I mean like yeah. it's not like a I feel like with say Trent Reznor I'm like whoa I, I can't do what you do like that's a whole nother world and I respect that mm. but I look at someone like Phoebe and I go okay I, I could do that Mm-hmm. So there's this other like kind of level of respect of you know yeah like her art and going oh I mean I could have a career like that so mm-hmm. I guess I'm just trying to work and like trying to figure out where I fit in yeah in the well you also compared industry. it to Trent Reznor who's been around for what well, thirty yeah, years exactly <laughs> you know yeah which is fine which is why I kind of feel like I can gush over someone like him yeah because it's like I'm never gonna well, you know, really get to that level, I'd like to, but yeah, you know, there's a, there's people that are sort of more my sort of level. I'm like, oh, I can totally do what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I heard that in a in a Anthony Bourdain episode. He goes to Nashville, and he asked, I forgot who she was. The the woman from um, the Kills. Oh, I love her. What's yeah. her name? Oh my god. Um, she was saying in Nashville, the the running joke is like, how many Nashville musicians does it take to change a light bulb? It's like one, and then uh, one to change a light bulb, and then like a hundred others around him to say, uh, I could do that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the competition is pretty fierce. Yeah. They all said like, if you're not a killer musician, you're not going to make it in Nashville right. because they're all just amazing yeah. and. I saw in the downtown area where like all the boot barns and all that sort yeah. of thing is, uh, every building had a band and every band was just incredible. Oh, yeah, that's like cool. every band or every bar, every every boot barn, wow. every like antique shop had a band. It was yeah. so cool. That is cool. Yeah. 
See, and this is not going to be a very popular thing to say, but I don't think the same thing about LA. Mm. I think you can go to a venue all the time and you see really average bands. Yeah. But they talk themselves up. So you kind of think, oh, shit. You know, like, coming here... It, it was a thing where it's like, oh my god, we've never met people that talked about themselves so highly before. Like in New Zealand, it's a very, you don't you don't build yourself up. That's a that's an American thing. Yeah, you're pretty modest over there, right? Very. Yeah. yeah. And then coming here, people are like, oh yeah, I'm really great. And so like for us, we're like, oh my god, they're really great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Until we they see got them, you. and then we're like, oh, they're really shit. Like what? <laughs> oh my god. And yeah, then if that you have to tell multiple people. times, then we realize, oh my god, people are just full of shit. <laughs> Well, okay, I guess that's how it works here. You have to just talk talk yourself up. Yeah. And it's, people will give you a shot, you know. It's like, okay. Fake it till you make it? Yeah. Is that? But that's funny. Yeah. I feel like it's such a lie. It's, uh, it's weird because those bands are usually the ones that sound like everyone else, you know. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. You're, the, you're the greatest right now? Uh, like, yeah. If you have to tell people you're great, you know, let them figure it out. Yeah. I know. Do you do you read many music blogs? Like, do you sort of mm, get your... Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I don't really get my music from it as much. I usually just do my own thing. Yeah. I, I'll go down a rabbit hole in, cool. on Spotify or something. Yeah. Spotify is really good for suggested artists. Yeah, um, it is. And it took me way too long to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. I only recently got into Spotify. Yeah, but, I, yeah. I don't know. I think, like, Pandora and Spotify have helped me... Like, my favorite way of finding new music is just, like, it coming on mm. on a playlist. And then that's when I stop and go, who is that? Mm. And that's when I look them up and I go, okay. And then I dig a little deeper and then I'm like, oh, man, I really like you. Mm. But if someone tells me, oh, you should check out this band, like, I, I, I'm super I probably skeptical. won't. I trust, like, three people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, mm. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, people want to, like, find music themselves. Mm. And then, yeah. What was your method like uh, growing up? How old are you, by the way? I'm 32. 32? Okay, I'm 30, so we were in high school at the same time. (laughs) I mean, how was, what was my method? Were you pirating music? I don't think so. Like, honestly, I was really, I bought CDs a lot. Mm. Um, Yeah. God, how did we listen to music back then? It's weird, right? It's weird to think about. uh, I remember um, radio was pretty big. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to call up my favorite radio station be requesting songs all the time and then I get my tape deck and then I'd hit record nice. when the song came on <laughs> did the same thing um, my friends and I did it for Beastie Boys oh yeah for a song from an album that he had in his room okay but we still request uh, like, we could just play it but like we're just gonna request it on the radio it's taking forever they're not oh, responding man. like we could just play this in your room yeah yeah, no, I think I would go to, like, my CD store and, mm. and just look through the things and be like, yeah. What was the name of your uh, favorite one? My favorite CD store? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think it was called the CD store. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're very simple in New Zealand. It's like, it's the CD store. Oh, we all have names. <laughs> Tower uh, Records, Rhino. No, no, it was called Doctor Strange. I actually worked at a CD store for a while called Sounds. Sounds? Yeah. Clever. That was uh, (laughs) Sounds in the CD store. (laughs) Yeah. 
Did you ever like um, build relationships with the people who worked there? Did they ever help you out finding oh, things? And yeah, absolutely. Like one of one of my really good friends, um, Stacy. She, we worked at Sounds together, and now she's moved on to work at like one of the biggest rock radio stations in wow. New Zealand, and she's doing she's doing that. And it's just so cool to think back in the day when. You know, her and I were just kids mm-hmm. working at a CD store. And yeah. she's now, like, working on New Zealand radio, so it's, it's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. I had we a friend who... shared music, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, that would be the, the ideal position to work yeah. in a record store. And, yeah. Yeah, especially if you were a musician, too. Yeah. No, like, great. I'm not a musician, but I just want to be around it, you know. So you don't play anything? Mm-mm. I could play some songs on guitar, but like, yeah, I'm not a writer in that way. I'm not a music writer. Yeah. Yeah. Just a fan. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fun. I always wish I could like just jam. Yeah. And, like I just don't know anything. You know, I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just need to learn. Mm. Well, I wish I could take photos like you, but. Oh, thanks. I wouldn't know how to. <laughs> like, it's easy. I can barely just, uh, take a photo of my dog, like, in focus <laughs> <laughs> on my iPhone. <laughs> what did you call your dog? Uh, a Chihuahua he's pu- a chug. chug. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a Chihuahua pug. He's so cute. I've never heard of this. But he's he's black, so he's really hard to focus. Like, yeah. You know, if he's sitting on your lap, and I'm always wearing black. Yeah. You can't really see him. <laughs> So you're just taking a picture of darkness and <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't work it's out. You might get his eye. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Um, yeah. So where can we find all of your stuff? Um, Gigs? <laughs> new new material? Um, so we're still waiting to record the EP. Hmm. Um, so there won't be any new music for a few months. Mm. Maybe longer. But I am starting to like get in the groove again of booking shows. Mm. Um, so I'll let you know when the next show's happening if you happen to be in LA. Mm. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like after our hiatus, I, I, I feel like I've come into it with a whole new mindset. Like I'm just not, I don't care. It's not, it's not that I don't care. Mm. It's just my new mindset is like, I. I'm not going to try so hard, if that makes sense. I feel like I really invested a lot of my emotional energy in mm. Santa Barbara, mm. and I felt disappointed all the time. Mm. So my new mindset is to not have any expectations for young Winona and to just have fun. Mm. And that's kind of what So not, not, not fine-tuning the, um, your, your like, I guess, dr- not drive, for lack of a better word. Um, yeah, no, it's more just, um, oh, I swear, like, once I be, once I hit 30, uh-huh. I was like, I'm not going to do things that I don't want to do. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? You know, it's funny, that's what I thought I when I hit 30. Yeah. I, I thought exactly the same thing. Like, no, it's like, do I want to go to this gig out in Santa Monica? I'm like, no, I don't. So I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> so lazy. I, I came out to uh, Hi-Hat to see a, a friend's band play, and... Um, after he played, like we went outside, yeah. we talked for a little bit. And I, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. Like, I don't want to even want to be here all night." Yeah. So, like, I saw you, said hi. That's cool. Yeah, like, you know, it's, maybe it's on. one of those things where you shouldn't beat yourself up for not like, like I, doing the full thing. It's like you should be just proud that you went out. And, yeah. <laughs> and showed up. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah. Do you ever like? Are you are you like? Hopefully not ditching friends or anything like that. Like ditching plans and because I try not to do it. Yeah. I sometimes I'll be like, Nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm just not gonna go out. Yeah. No, that's the other thing too. Is I feel like I've become more selective with the friends that I want to hang out with. Mm. So I'm like, I just I don't have time for people that I'm like not really Mm. gelling with. Mm Hmm. It's a good way to put it. That's yeah, good. Me- honestly, it's a good method of like hanging to hang out, out with too. people you don't want to hang out with. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> you're just gonna be sitting there, wondering what to do next, what to yeah. say. You know. That's a weird thing. I don't know. I probably sound like a Debbie Downer, but I, I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do things that I want to do. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's pretty much everybody. Right? Okay, here's an example of something that I did that I really didn't want to do, but I did it for my friend. Mm. And then I'm like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> but my Driving friend, to the airport? Close. My friend, I love her to bits, she wanted to go paintballing for her birthday. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to do this. I knew it from the get-go. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I was like, no, I'm going to do it for her. Yeah. So I went out to fucking Downey or something. Um, and we literally like suited up for the paintball. I got shot once in the back, had a giant welt. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this. So I oh, you didn't have fun? No, it was horrible. I realized I actually have like a really deep fear of being shot. So then I, <laughs> I I sat outside for four hours while they played, and then I Ubered home and realized, no, never again am I going to do something I don't want to do. I should have just known. Anyway. You have a deep fear of getting <laughs> shot. It was horrible. I've always wanted a paintball. I never did, though. I never got around to it. Oh. Yeah. I mean... I also don't want to get shot, because I... Here, it sucks. It's fast. Like, I did it as a test, and I was like, bang, just to see how. Mm. It was so fast. It was like, <laughs> And I shot one person that whole game, uh. and it was my own teammate. Oh, <laughs> and I no. shot her in the back <laughs> by accident. Like, I'm you so shot sorry. her in the back. And she's out, right? She's like, it still counts? Yeah, she's like, yeah. ow. <laughs> how long do you have to sit out? Oh, you, you sit out the game, so I think it's like a nine-minute sort of game yeah and then you switch sides it was honestly one of the worst experiences i've ever had in la (laughs) i was so unhappy i was in pain it was uncomfortable i was far away from home i felt trapped Mm. and And you're getting shot at and i was getting shot i felt like i was in a war zone like it was awful wow like it was like maybe in a past life in a past life some weird ptsd kind of like swirled up inside of me and i just wanted to like crawl in a hole Mm. it was horrible it's funny, that reminds me, not not because like I know a bunch of heroin addicts or anything, but like needles scare the hell out of me. Yeah. Like with only in regards to drugs. Whenever I see movies or documentaries or something, when I, when they show people shooting up, like my arm gets all intense oh. and like and I'm just like, oh I can't I can't stand to look at that. Yeah. And I think like it maybe in a past life I was a, like maybe. an addict. You know? Wow, that's interesting. It's <laughs> yeah. like for had some that. reason that that triggers something. Yeah. Huh. I mean, abortion is one for me. Mm. Like when I've I've seen like stage plays, even just like a theater show, mm. where a girl gives herself like a self-abortion, and that wow. like literally makes me like faint. What like, film oh. was that? Or no, no what like stage the, thing um, was that? 
<laughs> I've seen a couple. I feel like I've seen a few where I'm like, oh my god, that's too much. Yeah. I can't deal with that. I don't know why. I don't Interesting. Know. I can't even remember the name. It's also just instinctive, right? Like you don't want to do that. No. You know, yeah, you don't want to so have to do seeing that. Seeing someone go through that kind of trauma, it's yeah. like, oh fuck. Yeah, I can't watch, like, I can watch some horror movies. Yeah. Because I can disconnect. I know it's not real. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to certain little details, like, well, actually big details, but, yeah. like, details like that, I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It freaks me out. <laughs> so you do a podcast. What what podcast do you listen to? Like, uh, I listen really to like? a guy named, uh, I've been on a kick with him lately, uh, Christopher Ryan. Okay. Uh, he's a... Um, what is he? He's a evolutionary psychologist oh. and like historian of like uh, human sexuality and stuff like that. Yeah. And he just talks to people. Okay. Nice. Like he goes out. He has a field recorder too. Like it kind right. of inspired me to do that. Yeah. Or just take this on the road, and he'll like go to the beach and okay. interview a, a fisherman. You know. Wow. Cool. Yeah. 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 So I, I like that guy. I like um, Christopher Ryan. Oh, did you yeah. Know? It's it's called. Uh, <laughs> Tangentially speaking. Okay. Mm. Sweet. I like Joe Rogan's a lot when he has interesting people on. Yeah. Um, not too many, though, to be honest. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I listen to podcasts, but I only really like of a certain subject. Mm. I really only listen to, like, serial killer podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so like, or, you know, like, cold cases where yeah. they're trying to figure out... Or like if an innocent guy is in jail and they're trying to mm. liberate him. I find that so, so fascinating. Uh, that's an interesting one. Mm. That last one I'd be into. But yeah. cold case stuff, it's oh, always yeah. on TV, so I always, yeah. you know, I, I tend to avoid them. I mean, if yeah, if you're interested in like innocent men in jail that are like... Um, oh, that depresses the hell out of it me. It is pretty depressing, yeah. but what's that season? I think it's Serial. Have you heard of that one? Mm. Serial. Um, and I just finished a season of Accused. It's really good. I was just watching a um, like a behavioral analyst, mm-hmm. something or other. Um, I think he's a lawyer too. He was analyzing video from a body cam, a cop's body cam. Oh wow! As this guy, as the um, as he confronts this guy whose wife is missing, and he's yeah. not even concerned at all. No. So he's just kind of like. This guy's up to something. Yeah. The friends are worried about their, you know, about their other friend, and they're all looking at him like, "Is he? Did he kill her?" Oh. You know, and they're, you're watching the body cam the entire time, and it's just you're watching his body language. Yeah. And this guy's, he's like, "All right, pause. He did this. He touched his face, or he, you know, he looked away, oh, as, you know, a, yeah. a little too quickly." And huh. it was really interesting. That's on YouTube. You ought to. See, that's check what you out. don't get from podcasts, huh? You don't have that visual reference, yeah. which is interesting. But um, I wouldn't mind it. I don't need it though. I don't think. Yeah. Like I like podcasts because I I'm on the road so often that I just yeah. need something to listen to. You know. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Serial killer podcast. That's so funny. I do. Yeah, I was walking <laughs> home the other day. It's like an hour walk, so I was listening to this one episode of the BTK Killer. Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah, I remember when he was caught. Really? Yeah, that was oh. one of the first. Like serial killer things that I noticed. That's crazy, yeah. man. Because he was a he was a Boy Scout leader. Yeah, he, yeah, he was like a church pastor or deacon or something. Yeah. He um, man, he was just 
I'm so fascinated by him for some reason. Him and like Ted Bundy, of course, are like very like, whoa, how did they? What'd you think of the new documentary? Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. I did. I thought it was really fascinating, and I guess like I, I'm like hyper aware of um, people and my surroundings. Like if I'm, you know. After listening to these, I'm like, if I could ever be a witness to something, I'd want to be able to recall like what happened on that day and like what they were wearing and like a car that drove by at this time. Yeah. I don't know why. I think, you know, if, if more people practice that idea of like, okay, I'm going to be aware of like what I did on this day six weeks ago. Yeah. It might actually keep you out of jail one day <laughs> because you know sometimes you don't have an alibi if you're an innocent person. You just keep living your life. Yeah. But, you know, there was the Serial podcast has this dude that's in jail right now, and he he didn't really have an alibi mm. for what he was doing Damn. when he was but he 17 on yeah. Wednesday. I don't know. We don't know, but there's literally no evidence that ties him to the scene. The only mm. thing that's uh, the most incriminating is that his friend said that he did it and that he helped him do it. But there's no, like, footprints, there's no DNA evidence, there's no... Just a guy talking. It's just a guy talking. Wow. And so this guy's served do? a lot of... He murdered his girlfriend, apparently. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, like... I think that's, like, the worst thing that could ever happen is you ending up in jail for something you didn't do, and then you can't get out of the system. Yeah. Like, my instinct would be to run. Yeah. Well, yeah. Be like, I'm not going to... I know I didn't do it. So I'm not going what to jail. Do do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what do you do? But then they, you look so guilty if you yeah, do that, right? Yeah, exactly. You can't run because obviously then you did yeah. do it, you know. But no, even I just like don't the want to go to Brandon jail. Dassey thing, have you been following the Making the Murderer? Mm-mm. Oh, it's that Netflix one where... Yeah, yeah. Um, Stephen Avery. Anyway. It's on a li- It's on like one of many lists that I have yeah. of things to do. It's infuriating because he was like a child when they coerced a confession out of him. Oh, no. And that's the only evidence... That they had tying him to the case. And that was what, just to get his sentence yeah. reduced or something? Yeah, or yeah. like he literally thought he was going to go home once he said, oh yeah, we tied her up and raped her. And, and they fed him all this information that none of it actually like connected to the case. Right. You know what I mean? But they have his voice they confessing. They on tape saying, yeah, we did this, you know, Ugh. like 25 years ago. Yeah. I saw a list of just innocents that were executed or on death row and or died in prison or whatever it was or let out 50 years later. And it's like the most depressing thing. Like, what do you do? First off, you better give him a shitload of money. Like, oh, they don't though. They really don't. No. No, this one accused podcast that I've listened to. This guy was freed. And um, it took him, like, months just to get a driver's license. Oh, my God. Like, because the court wouldn't give him his, like, documents. He, you know. <laughs> you've been, you've in, been jail. in jail. for 30 years. You don't have your birth certificate on you. You don't have your social security. Like, yeah. You're starting from so you, scratch yeah, as an adult. You come out to nothing, and, and you're, like, 65, and you're like, okay, I need, a, I need a driver's license. I need some kind of ID. Yeah. But the system doesn't really help you to kind of reintegrate back into society you know mm. it's, it's sad because they don't care they just want to get you off the street yeah mm. <laughs> whether you did it or not yeah yeah oh, that's sad that's oh, tragic the world oh my god <laughs> uh, yeah like I said I need the wholesome uh, I actually 
follow one now called like Wholesome Meets the Internet or something. It's on. I'll start posting them for you. <laughs> like, okay. It's on Facebook. It's just this group that like I I think that's what it's called, and all they do is show videos of like, oh, a homeless man was fed today by ten people who saw him. Really? You know, or like. And he was so grateful he, you know, did something, you know? Okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> just things that make you feel good. Because otherwise I'm just reposting anti-Trump shit. <laughs> I need a, I need a, an out. <laughs> I need yeah. some variety. See, for me, it's like I'm very much into animal welfare. So I, those are the videos, too, that, like, really get me when I'm like, oh. Oh, animals, God. like, being rehabilitated or, like, rehomed. And I'm like, I like when they're yeah when they're taken care of you know when it yeah. when it when the story ends happily yeah but then you see the ones it's like this dog was found no, uh, any yeah. information you know yeah. I'm like, no <laughs> did you ever see that movie Okja Okja yeah no uh, it's like O K J A no Okja. oh man. That's the last movie that I've seen that's literally made me sob. Oh. Like, it's so good. Like, oh, it's I about know. animals? Yeah. Mm. But it's about, like, a fictional animal. Mm. Like, it's not a real animal, but it really represents, like, all of the animals that are in factory farming lives. Oh, it's literally no. what they've done is they've created a super pig. Mm. And then um, the super pig gets farmed out to all these different countries because they want to grow them to make like the, the epic super pig so yeah. it's not a, a real creature but you you believe it's real yeah. and then once it's reached its prime the corporate people come back in and they, they they tell the family that the pigs won the prize it's like the ultimate super pig but they're actually taking it back to be slaughtered and so the girl that like ends up being like best friends with the pig, mm. it, the whole thing is about her saving this one pig. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Octra. Just thinking about it, just like. When did it come out? I think it was like a year ago, two years ago. It's mm. amazing. It's a Netflix original <clears throat> movie. Oh, I got a. Oh, well, um, a year. Maybe not. Maybe it's not on there. No, I think it is. I, is I, it? Yeah, I oh. passed it on there. I'm like, oh man. It's pretty amazing. Oh, maybe I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> let I, me know. You'll be like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to let you be sobbing on if the internet. <laughs> if it doesn't make you cry, then you have no heart. <laughs> I'm just going to have one single tear just coming out. So dramatic. Oh, I literally can't with that movie. It's one of the reasons I haven't seen A Dog's Purpose. I hear that movie is very... Um, Never heard of it. Oh, you haven't? It's a like dog's this, purpose? Yeah, I, I hear it's about like a dog that gets reincarnated, like, and it comes back, but it really it just comes back to his owner. Yeah. And it's kind of come, goes full circle. Like reincarnating with the owner, too? No, so it kind of comes back as like, it grows up with this little boy, and then it becomes like, it dies and becomes like a police dog, and it helps and does all these other things, oh. and then it, it becomes like a service dog. And then in its final life, it gets reun- uh, reunited with its original owner. That's too like, sweet. Oh. That sounds like Hallmark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I don't know oh, about those doggies. sometimes. I, I need that. I need that like emotional uh, bank. Yeah. To uh, go. Animals Did you see- kill me. Like this, so sweet. And I just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I, I love dogs especially. Yeah. And, like, just whenever I see abuse, I'm like, yeah. I get so mad or so upset. And uh, it honestly makes me think, like, what am I doing with my life? I should be doing something that's like helping mm. a greater cause. You know. Music. I often think that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was music ever like that for you? Where helped you out of a jam? Oh yeah. You know. I think music. Yeah, definitely. I don't have like a particular anecdote about it, but I think it constantly keeps me like sane. Yeah. A little bit, you know. Like, I really hope that one day, if I'm an old lady, and I'm like, you know, in a rest home or something, that I would just at least be able to have access to my music and just listen to me, the music I want. Mm. I'd be happy. Oh, did you ever see that video? Another no. wholesome video. No. <laughs> old old man mm. with uh, dementia. He's not. He doesn't talk. He's in a home and he doesn't talk. He just kind of looks down and you know they feed oh, him no. and you know it's 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 bad and he doesn't remember anything. His family yeah. comes in. He has no idea who they are. So they have an idea to get him an iPod. Okay. And they put all of his old records on it. Like yeah. all the cuz apparently he was a big jazz guy. Oh, like I back in the day. I think I have. Is he like yeah. a really sweet black dude? Yeah. yeah and and he's like he like, immediately like, starts like, singing. Oh like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I oh, I was like the music did that to him? Yeah. He couldn't remember anything until the song started playing and then he started telling stories. Right. Like he just woke up, you Amazing. know. Amazing. Yeah, that tugs at my heartstrings because my dad has dementia, uh-huh. and he's exactly in that same space where we we can't talk to him anymore. And he, like, I've made him like some songs, like I've recorded songs for him just so he can like hear them. Yeah, but, um, hear your voice. Yeah, so you can only kind of hope that you know. Does it help? Do you see any like uh, any spark, think, any improvement? Yeah, I think. Well, he lives in New Zealand, so mm. like my mum will play him stuff. Um, and for a while it did, mm. but now I think he's kind of progressed so far that uh, it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a few years as well, which is really sad. But you going to yeah. go back at any point? Um, I would love to, mm. but yeah. It's a long flight. Know. It's a long flight. <laughs> and I've always wanted to go, but I'm like, yeah. what, 16 hours? 14? Oh, no, not even that. It's, uh, it's like 12 12? That's still a long time. It's not too bad. I sleep on planes anyway, but like, it's a long flight. It is. It's also very expensive to go Mm. back, so I'm like, I don't know. Last time I went back for a wedding, so maybe, like for an occasion, I'll go back. Mm. Yeah. But not just to, yeah, not just to visit. I mean, I'd like to. No. Mm. It's funny because it's like I need to pay for a recording session. That's going to cost a bunch of money. I'm like, hmm, should I go home or should I record? Yeah. Like, I think I'm going to record. Ah, record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think. Mm. Unless my mummy wants to buy me a flight home. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that That'd be, be cool. nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Starts a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> Five hundred dollars. No, it'd be more than that, right? Oh Oh, man. What would that flight be like? A thousand at least? Well, yeah, maybe there might be better deals, but 
the last flight that I booked home was like in peak season. It was like two and a half grand. Oh. Yeah. Return. No, no so, deal. <laughs> so I would have to like figure out when I can do that and take mm. time off. And yeah. Well, let's see. Well, hopefully soon. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be nice. I want to travel more, but it's expensive. So. You should go visit your auntie in uh, yeah. Brooklyn. I, I <laughs> met her fun. when I was in high school because like, she never came out here yeah. uh, until that one time. And I've always wanted to go. I never made a point to go. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing this. Thanks for asking me to do this. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> it's been fun. Just hanging out with the musicians. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing with this exactly, but I'm, <laughs> I'm still figuring it out, you know. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I like podcasts. I think they're, like, kind of the new, like, thing that people are really gravitating towards, mm. you know? Yeah. It's blowing so, up as a concept. Yeah. And so these are on Spotify, right? These like, are on Spotify, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and iTunes. Sweet. Then I'm thinking, like, do I need to put them on YouTube and oh, do that sort SoundCloud. of thing? Like, yeah. I don't know. I it's tried SoundCloud. I didn't want to pay for it, though. You have to pay? You have to pay. They give you, like, the first oh, two gigs are free yeah. or something like that, you know? That's yeah. right, because you're doing long things. Yeah. 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 I guess with music, it's a little easier. Cause like, it's like <laughs> well, these are megabytes long, like right. a, a few hundred, I guess. Oh, um, okay. But I, I wait. I expended the two gigs, and um, now they're like, now you got to pay. Well, Spotify's cool. Spotify's good, yeah. And they they just got a lot of money to do podcasts, I guess. So I don't know what that means for me. But. What about like uh, the podcast app that's on phones? Does it come on? Yeah, I'm that? on that too, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I should check that You can out. find it there. Okay, yeah. interesting. And one more time, where do we find your stuff? Young Winona on Instagram? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Winona underscore is my Instagram mm. handle. Is that uh, underscore at the end of it? Yeah. Oh, I well, thought it was in the middle. No, oh. someone took... The young Winona, just the regular one. So I was like, wow, well, let's put an underscore there. Um, and young Winona Bandcamp. Mm. Is, um, we have a song up there right now. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And you'll get back uh, back to uh, people on the gigs, on the next gig? Yeah, I don't know when our next gig is. I think it might be in April because mm. I, I come back from tour at the end of March kind of thing and then I want to start playing more shows. Cool. So. Come out to Pomona. We can get you a show. Really? Mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah, like, I don't know what it would pay or anything, but like, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> who, who would we play with? Like, what's your favorite Pomona band? Mm. Loaded question. Death yeah. Lens is one. Death you wouldn't. Lens? I don't think you would play with them. They're pretty hard. Okay. Just different music. Yeah. Um, Any like grungy kind of '90s bands out there? Ooh, there's a punk band called um, The Asthmatics. Okay. And they're really good. They the play Asthmatics. Pomona a lot. They're from Hacienda Heights, but like they go out there a lot. Uh, grungy, yeah. Who else would it be? Storm Coast. Okay. You might like them. Storm That's Coast. That's a cool name. Yeah. See, I like the, the sound of that name. Yeah. I don't know what, whatever it is, I'm like. I, I might check out their music. <laughs> yeah, they're interesting. Okay. Um, Aerial View. Okay. They're really poppy. Cool. Um, yeah. If you like really grungy, like hard, thick bass and all that, there's yeah. a band I saw in Pomona called Kitten Forever. Okay. 
and it was and they would like they would all just kind of rotate okay. to the left or to the right uh, yeah. singers now on bass and oh, you know wow, and drummers now singing <laughs> yeah and like almost every song like they would okay. do this and they just played this heavy heavy like just okay. punk it was really cool okay yeah well then how do I do that do I just get should I just be like yo Let's put on a show, or like, should I reach out to these bands on my own? Oh, like, uh, no, 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 I'll, I'll set it up. Okay, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh my god, let's do it. Yeah. Right. Have you uh, have you played the uh, Fox Rooftop? That would be It's a It's a cool amazing. view. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> People love that one. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Cool. Um, let's do it. Yeah. Are you going to take pictures? Oh yeah, definitely. Sweet. Yay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, excellent. I got such good feedback from... Your photos. Oh, yeah. It was like, who, who, what the, uh, where's that show going on? And like, yeah. uh, who's that band? Oh, man. Like, I honestly don't understand why people post like really unflattering photos of me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, but I, I loved your ones so much that I'm like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I saw yeah. you reposted them. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, right. definitely. <laughs> but like, honestly, some people share the weirdest stuff, and I'm like, I. Don't want to be that person to ask you to take it down, but you take it down. <laughs> you know? I don't like it. No, you reserve the right. Yeah. Yeah. I went to see um, Yeah Yeah Yeahs a couple years ago, and uh, she got right up in front of. As I'm like taking my shots, she gets yeah. right up in front of me with her crotch just right there, and I'm like, Ah, uh, do I? I have to stop, right? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is kind of weird. And I look back, yeah. and I was like, oh, I got a couple. That was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just snapping away. I remember... I actually wanted to ask you about this one thing that you posted recently with that girl that... Um, uh, she's in a band, and she mm. shared a photo on Instagram, and she tagged the photographer in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Arch Enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess I had a question, because it's like... If it was a picture of her, mm. and she shared it on Instagram, mm. but not like, she didn't use it as like her website background or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's not like she used it for a commercial and she just literally shared it. Uh-huh. Is that something like a photographer would want like compensation for? Or is it just, is it more if they use it in a commercial sense? Uh, so the, the whole thing was um, she used it to promote something else. Okay. Uh, the shirt she was wearing right and she used it to do that and the yeah. money was probably made in the process so the photographer right. was like look if you're going to use that and you make money you got to kick me back a little bit okay. Um, okay. or you could just use it you you generally need permission right um, that guy probably signed something they probably had some kind of contract because okay. um, she reserves the right to say look I don't want you to post my pictures yeah but uh, like ultimately, but he was there yeah. by request. Right. So it's like, well, yeah. those are his photos. Because I'm on a, like a smaller scale from that. Mm. Um, I know someone that is in a band. Mm. A photographer came to their show, posted a picture of the, their band on his Instagram. Mm. And then he literally reposted it, credited the photographer. But in the process... But when he did that, the, the photographer then went, hey, you're sharing my photo. Like, I want, like, X number of money. And he's mm. like, yeah, but you literally shared my face on your Instagram. Yeah. With no, like, discussion about anything. So it was a weird kind of It gets thing. kind of sticky because the photographer is 
profiting in some way from it. Well, yeah, I'm you like, know? you didn't ask to take his picture. You didn't ask him if it was okay mm. for you to take his picture to put it on your thing. Like, I get it. And it's not like he didn't credit you. It was just a weird thing of like, look, dude, he just shared it on Instagram. I yeah. feel like if he asks you for like a high diff thing so that he can use it for like a flyer or a blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's totally different. different. You yeah. know? It was just weird. Anyway, I wanted to ask you about that because I thought, that's fucking weird I think just yeah. sharing a social media post is beneficial for everyone that's the whole point too it's yeah, yeah just repost the The biggest thing is crediting the photographers yeah. be sure to do that absolutely because when you don't then they can kind of you know be a dick about it and say like you know I want money or I want you know I want you to take it down entirely it's like well no why did you even do that in the first place yeah but to me resharing is like you're literally you don't even own you don't have the file on you you're just sharing it yeah so but the photographer still owns it so if you're gonna ask them for a bigger like the actual proper photo then that's when you should yeah because I've done that like I've had people ask like hey can I have the rest of those photos and I'm like yeah "Yeah, let's work something out or you know uh, usually I just give them away it's like I came to your show. I didn't even. I didn't even tell you I was going to be there. So, you know. <laughs> no, that's, that's cool. And I, you know, I just thought it's a really weird fine line, and you don't want to offend anyone, and you don't want to like. I don't know. Mm. I just thought that's what the kind of unspoken thing was. Mm-hmm. You credit people, you share it, and then if you want, you book them for a shoot or you book them for mm-hmm. something. Yeah, unless you're making money off of it, that's the thing. Because, like I said. Uh, I forgot her name, but the the woman from Arch Enemy, she used that picture to promote the shirt she was wearing because her friend had designed it. Right. So money was made. Right. And that's that's what made that's, it tricky. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I never have any trouble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, man, of course. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Anytime.